1: It's not too late for Tua to win Rookie of the Year. Welcome to an anti vaxer edition of Sorry We Love Football, the only show that actively hates the sport that it covers. I'm your host, Eagles fan Daniel Hardigan. Do you guys realize that Philly has the largest division lead in all the NFC? No one's making that up. We're definitely going to the playoffs. With us, as always, Chiefs fan Danny Solomon. Danny, were you having flashbacks to that Titans game from last year? How nervous were you?
2: I screamed a little. I shouldn't have. I promised myself I wouldn't get this angry anymore. But God damn it, when the anger comes, I can't tamp it down.
0: Yay! Finally! Thank you! And, uh, you know, with
1: us as always, Washington football team fan, Jamel Johnson. Jamel, you guys suck, and I don't know if you can feel any feelings. I know anger is not even on the menu.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's whatever. I'm really upset with myself for not picking the Giants. I knew it. And then as soon as I woke up Sunday, the first thing I said in the fam group chat was, oh, yeah, we're losing. Yeah, more fun and exciting losses. At least they're finding new ways to do it. One of the newest ways
2: is when you absolutely 100% predicted a victory.
0: Yeah, I guaranteed it. I've never seen you that confident
2: in the Washington football team all season, and they really burnt you good.
0: Well, you know, it also, I mean, our best quarterback got leg whipped. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how to feel about that.
2: I don't know how to feel about you saying he's your best quarterback. Alex Smith was slinging it. I didn't uh, watch, but it, it seemed yeah, like it on the game yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. He was slinging something. Slinging
1: some turnovers down the stretch. Let's get into it. Let's start the show. Danny, do what you do. Do what God put you here to do. Tell us what you hated about watching football this week.
2: You know what? I, uh, there's so much positivity here. I'll just make it simple, short, sweet. What I hated about football was that no one said, fuck Trump. No one all weekend. They called the election Saturday morning right before game day. I figured that was plenty of time for the players who spent months trying to register voters, get Black Lives Matter and anti-Trump messages on the field, turn their stadium into polling places. I thought that was enough time to come up with some hilarious fuck Trump type celebrations. Not one. No fuck Trump to the end zone TD camera no fuck Trump sack dance, not even a f- post-game fuck Trump yelled out in the background during the post-game with Susie Calber. Malcolm Jenkins had a huge turnover on Sunday night and he said nothing. There are no fans at these stadiums. The mics are hotter than ever. You had a golden opportunity to tee off on the biggest piece of baby shit to not only hold the office of president, but to live. And it would have been even better... If you had just like, you know what, maybe you didn't do it, but it would have been best if you had just arranged for one white player to say it. Just get Cole Beasley in there. <laughs> Something like that. Just get Cole Beasley after a touchdown. Fuck you, Trump. It would, with The transition would have already started right now. Trump would have had to concede. That should have been the move. I got to say the players dropped the ball on this one. We deserve one fuck Trump this weekend.
0: Well, if you had turned on the football team game, you would have seen Ryan Kerrigan get a sack and pull out a bag of Cheetos and eat them. <laughs> Is that, did that really happen?
2: Hell no. Oh, <laughs> man, that, you could tell me anything happened during a Washington <laughs> football team game and I would believe you.
1: We could. Be- Cole, Cole Beasley should have hopped on a remix of the FDT, song, YG, and Nipsey Hussle song.
2: I mean, the, just that, the beauty of that song, I was listening to it all weekend walking around. I just walked around Silver Lake in LA, just, uh, you know, taking it all in the day that it got called and that fuck Donald Trump song. So simple. So lyrically, just the the most basic that you can get. And yet total banger in my head to this moment.
0: Could be one of the more, uh, important songs of a decade. Uh, big as hell, uh, Sorry, Nipsey's not here to see all of the streaming spoils.
1: I definitely heard that song coming from, like, 15 different cars. walk, Just walking around. And I'm in West Hollywood, so I can only imagine
0: Yo, they're what doing it's like, uh, you know, right now. kind
1: of L.A. County-wide. But of- you
0: know why they didn't? The, the players are still scared of these Trump guys. I mean, it was just, it's like too, like er, like, okay... I pull some Chad Johnson shit and I pull out the fuck Trump sign. I live in Jacksonville. Now <laughs> my house is like the, a cut scene in resident evil where it's just people just beating down my windows. They got fucking dynamite. Yeah, no. But there's
2: safe places. Come on. Seattle played, uh, you know, New Orleans. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I'm <laughs> fair. And Seattle was in Buffalo too, which I guess is probably blue as well. Ooh, I don't know know. about that. Yeah, that's cool. See, there's a lot of different factors.
1: You think they got a memo from Roger Goodell that morning and it just said, guys, I know what you want to do, but you're going to have to go with me here. I will find the living shit out of you if you so much as say this man's name.
2: Accidents happen. You can get away. You can say there's plausible deniability. You don't even know where it comes from. Sometimes, like you, you just see like you know a fumble. The pile is happening. You hear people shouting shit out, you know, n words and fuck yous and all that kind of stuff. A fuck Trump would have been perfect in there. Just outside of the game, just someone screaming it. It could have. It could have transcended. That's
1: fair because I I hear uh, Gronk talking about his end zone celebrations and he says he's not. Uh, aware of what he's going to do it's just a spontaneous burst of emotion that he does a little toy soldier dance or some crazy gronk spike which he didn't do this past weekend obviously but yeah you know what danny that's a good insight I, i think somebody could have uh roast the occasion didn't happen
0: i for sure would have pulled up with a bag of baked cheetos but anyway you know what i hated uh here's what i hated i just hated that uh well aside from the human body I mean. They leg whipped him. Why wasn't that guy? Why wasn't that guy thrown out of the game? You've you overran a play. Kyle Allen was escaping, and you kicked his ankle off of his body. We're protecting quarterbacks, right? That dude should have been kicked out of the game. Fuck that. That shit was intentional, and it looked insane. But what I hated hated was just that they let white guys announce games at all. I just there was a it was a tiny it was a tiny moment in the ravens colts game insane that we get that game on antenna 10 a.m in la i'm watching it and lamar jackson made one of the crazier passes i've ever seen it was like a slight it was a screen pass for like eight yards it was he he faked a rollout and as his whole body is like moving away from the running back, he flips it to him left handed. It was so subtle, but I've never seen a throw like that before in my life. And instead of replaying that, what do they do? These white guys are talking about some lineman who lost his fingernail on the sideline. I'm like, guys, we're watching Genius. Fuck his nails. Let's just, just you guys replay every play. Why is it nail time? So we talked about Patrick Mahomes throwing a ball behind his back for eight months. Just replay this throw once. It looks so crazy in real time. I wanted to see it slow down
2: once. The, there is far too much reminiscing by these by these color men. You know, they're always talking about old shit that they. Who gives a fuck what happened yeah, to fucking Trent it. Dilfer? You know. I don't give a shit.
0: Yeah, exactly. This dude is commiserating about the trenches. Hey, there's MVPs on the field. Say something. So what do you think Rondé Barber would have said had he been calling that game? You think he would have at least acknowledged the throw? I'm assuming. I'm assuming someone black would have stepped in and done the right thing, much like with voting.
2: I think this week, though, we're getting... In your Washington football team's game, we are getting Akib Tlaib in the booth. I, like I think that. that's going to be interesting. I, that guy has probably some real deep-seated beef with people that he will spill the tea on all weekend long. I can, I'm very excited. Let's get more people who are just hateful assholes.
1: Okay. But I hated this week, I have a few small items and then something a little bit bigger. First of all, Uh, When I was watching the Falcons game, uh, Jerome Boger, the ladies' man ref, who we all love, he's one of the premier officials in the league, I'd say, growing a beard. I don't know if you guys saw that, but it was bad. It is a bad-looking beard. I think he needs to go back to being clean-shaven. I was thrown off. I didn't recognize him. Uh, It seemed just, I don't know what the message there was. I don't know if he just forgot to shave. I've watched that guy officiate for probably close to 15 to 20 years. He looked awful. He looked like he had a hangover. It was crazy. Uh, another thing that I hated was just Mason Rudolph being back in our lives. He had to go out for a few series in that Steelers game. And I was it was gross to see him. And it was even grosser that the Steelers ran it back with him as the, the, the backup. They are just hanging on to Big Ben's health. If he gets hurt, they're going 0-8. Like, that is one of the worst backups in the league. I can't believe... That's the guy they chose to go forward with. And he went out there and just derped his ass around and almost gave the Cowboys some free points. And it was just bad vibes to see him all around. But what I really, really hated this week was Monday Night Football. And they've been doing it every time Jet Flacco has to roll out in one of these games. Is them comparing Joe Flacco and Joe Montana's stats. They were doing it all night Monday. And I found it legitimately insulting as a viewer. Like, Joe Montana is one of the most storied, beloved players in league history. And then you have Ravens fans who don't even like Joe Flacco. And he won a Super Bowl for them. I I hate this comparing eras shit. And they're just like, oh, well, yard-wise, like, you know, Flacco was close. But I don't know. It was uh, Joe Flacco's beard was bad. I I hated that Monday night game with every fiber of my being.
2: I what What is up with Joe, Joe Montana's stats, though? I, I don't understand. Like, he is so – on touchdowns, on yards, like all this stuff, he's comparable to some of the lamest dudes who just kind of stuck around for a decade, and it's weird because, like, Jerry Rice has 10,000 touchdowns. He has all these championships. He lights it up in the playoffs, obviously, in the Super Bowls, Joe Montana. So what the fuck? Was he just, like, handing it off most of the regular season? I don't even remember – I, I mean, what was what was the game plan that made it so that he didn't rack it up like Mahomes is doing now?
1: I think a lot of the rules have been relaxed in terms of like how you can just you can't murder a guy going across the middle of the field anymore, and yeah. so there there were certain advantages for the defense that have been taken away. Like you know, we've seen all the stats blow up for you know you see
0: a guy like Sam Darnold can throw for four thousand yards and he's fucking trash. And also, no team just chucked it. Like every like running backs just got it 20 a game on accident back then.
1: No matter what. Yeah, it was all about ball control and time of possession. Like those were the
0: metrics that they cared about. The wait is finally over. Football is in full effect. With many teams strutting their stuff. That's genitals. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile. To make sure you can get in on everything, ima- make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to BetOnline today and use promo code Armchair to take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. We were talking in the lead up to the show about
1: how we saw the Trump presidency affect the NFL. We had fans boycotting games, the league in general, teams refusing to go to the White House after winning Super Bowls. The national anthem became a huge deal. Simply put, it was a fucking nightmare the last four years, politically speaking, for how the league was reacting to is in the White House. So we were talking about how a Biden presidency might affect the NFL. What are things going to look like going forward? So, Danny, how do you think Biden's America is going to affect the NFL?
2: Well, one thing we know about Joe Biden, the man, the candidate, is he's all about bringing us together, right? What he cares about more than anything is finding common ground and compromise. It's going to help America, even though we're not going to do it. And it's going to help the NFL. The NFL is going to start making some compromises on the biggest issues that have been holding the league back. I believe, I believe a compromise is just necessary. Let's get this shit in the fucking rearview mirror. Let's stop talking about it. You know, you can't replay pass interference, right? That's a big one. Everybody's so on one side or the other about why, why can't we replay? Why can't we overturn a p- bad PI call? So we'll keep it. You can't replay a PI, but for a whole minute, the player that got fucked over by the penalty can say whatever they want to the ref. Anything goes talk about his family, say whatever words you choose to use. It's really laced into him on a personal level. I think that's a decent compromise. Uh, You know, NFL doesn't want to deal with concussions, right? So I say, fine, NFL, you're not going to have to worry any more than you already are about player safety. You don't have to hear about all the CTE shit. Fine. But all of the owners have to sit around a round table and each one of them have to eat an entire CTE filled brain. Oh, they'll be donated by the players. Science will get them all prepped up in formaldehyde and stuff. A five-star chef. You you can get whoever you want. Morimoto, Uh, who who cares? (laughs) They sear it up. You have to eat the entire thing, right? Uh, Seems like that works. Black Lives Matter. The whole Black Lives Matter versus All Lives Matter thing. All right? That's always going to be a sticking point with people. Not anymore. How about some Black Lives Matter? I think we can all get on board with that. (laughs) Everyone in the NFL. I think the whites can at least give a head nod to that. And and finally, one last one I thought of, we can let rapists continue to play in the league. We know they're going to rape. They're just going to do it. It's just a natural fact of having that much testosterone and HGH in your system so they can continue to play in the league, but they have to play the entire season without a cup. No crotch protection, wide open. Anything can happen to your nuts on a football field. So it's 16 games of just nonstop knees and elbows to your nutsack. I think I these all, these, in the spirit of compromise, I think these are the changes we need to start making.
1: You know, I am surprised somebody hasn't tried to just neuter Ben Roethlisberger during a game. Danny, these compromises are great. Uh, and do you think that's what this presidency is going to be like? It's a lot of just trying to make everybody happy, so we're all a bit confused. And, like, I guess
2: that's fine. I mean, we gotta, he said it in his acceptance speech we gotta lower the temperature. You need to, even though it's disgusting, like, you're going like compromise means we are going to have to take some of these things that we believe are absolute evils and wrongs and give a little bit to the evil, like, we have to hand over. Some of some kind of a, a, a concession to the worst people, to the fucking Nazis. Fine, then we'll, we'll we'll sit down, we'll figure it out. As long as everybody just chills the fuck out for a little bit, and then we kill them in their sleep.
0: I'm glad you put a ribbon on it like that. I, like some black lives, that's already what the policy is i was just trying to think honestly that's not something i believe i was just trying
2: to find some sort of rhetorical like people just want to say shit i mean they're gonna keep believing and feeling whatever they want i'm talking about just like what the company line is what is the compromise between all black lives matter and all lives matter i thought maybe everyone could agree on some black i i fully understand i am in no position to broker that particular compromise or the rapist one either but i figure women are fine with men getting their nuts
0: bludgeoned some black lives matter t-shirt with oj on the front and back uh i think i think we can make a million dollars the t-shirt business is booming guys
2: that it is and you know what's funny is i read this whole article about guys who are selling trump shit on the side of the road and how they're worried about what's going to happen to them but they said right now they're making like 10 times more money than ever. Like I'm at sure. this moment, they are cleaning up. And I wonder, like, what are people using these Trump shirts for? I mean, are they – you're to, just going to continue them. to talk about how much you love Trump for the next four years? It's going to get old. It's just what
1: happens, man. It's the same thing with football team gear. And I don't even think this is a firsthand example. But this is in my imagination where you, there, you have that friend who will lead you in his back room. And then he shows you his dad's Nazi paraphernalia. You know, that's just what the new <laughs> Trump merchandise is going to be. There's going to be some guy who keeps it tucked away and you're going to be some kids going to be like, look what my dad had like 20 years ago.
2: <laughs> I just, it's so funny because like when Hillary lost, I immediately was, I right after the day after I was just like, well, fuck her. I fuck this. <laughs> like she she was a loser immediately. I didn't want to. I wasn't parading around in Hillary shit. And if I saw somebody today wearing a Hillary shirt, I'd be like, that dude's a fucking dork.
1: Jamel, what's going to happen to the NFL with Joe Biden?
0: Uh, well, you know, I don't think football's going to change at all. I think he's going to be so busy trying to appease these Nazis you mentioned before. He's not even going to have time to touch football. What I think will get affected is this program. I think the podcast is going to get way worse Once Danny doesn't have anything to talk about. Uh, The past, I'd say three calendar years of Danny's life has been solely dedicated to this. He's put so much of his heart into this and the thing and stuff makes him really mad, which is very good for our show. If you look at our metrics, Dan showed us the metrics last week as, as Danny got more upset, (laughs) our listenership rose. Now the heat is off. He did it. The phone banks worked. He soon he will unsubscribe from PA Democrat email lists, and we're not gonna have uh shit from this man, and the show will ultimately suffer.
1: It's not a bad uh, not a bad observation there, Jamel, because after the Super Bowl, when Danny's you know near his peak happiness, you know top five happiest days. Uh, that's when we had a big lull in programming because, you know, there's nothing to talk about. So you're right. Everything did go down. And then as the election intensified, that's when we started shooting right back up. And now we're going to have a double happy Danny. I know he was getting a little frustrated with the Chiefs last week. But yeah,
0: but they won. The commander they're always fucking gone. Dude. Exactly. And plus, we ain't going gonna to have no more fucking games. All the games he come up with is political. What's going to be left? What are you going to say? Oh, what, a, what cool thing? Uh, can we compare AOC to the fucking, uh, AFC South too? No, nigga. Nobody wants to hear that.
1: Hey, the AOC South though is pretty funny.
2: (laughs) But honestly, that is, it's a great point. And I also studied those bar graphs where the bar got slightly high, started to look like stairs, uh, feeling good about that. Obviously it's completely tied to our proximity to the election I don't want to lose viewers or listeners, whatever you call people who listen to podcasts. So let's take it as a call to arms to our loyal listeners. If you're listening out there, if you want to find, I know you've all been thinking of ways to engage with this show. Please find a way to make me mad. There's plenty (laughs) of things I get mad at. You just have to find it. If it's not Trump or the Chiefs, you know, there's, I mean, there's (laughs) definitely stuff
0: you could dig up. Please send Danny Solomon clips of your stand-up uh, immediately. Yes, yeah. Bad stand-up.
2: I hated Jojo Rabbit. Uh, when people put raisins in potato salad. There's tons of stuff. You hey, just have to, start, you have to start. You think, think about it. Send it in. We're always willing to take submissions from our loyal listeners. And I'm always willing to get pissed off.
0: Nice. This is good to know.
1: Well, let me piss Danny off real quick, because what I think is going to happen with the Joe Biden presidency is we're going to add another team. The league is too balanced at 32. We're going to go with 33rd team. And Hunter Biden is going to be the owner, GM, head coach. The team is going to be called the Russian Laptops. It's just 11 Russian guys who look like Ivan Drago. They all play both ways. They're defense special teams and offense. They have chips implanted in their brains that allows Hunter to control their every witch movement. He's literally the puppet master. And Joe acts like he doesn't know what's happening and it just drives conservatives crazy. Even though we can all plainly see that a new team is in the NFL and it's based in Russia. And then to satisfy the far left, we'll just make Cap all-time quarterback of every other team. He just plays quarterback.
2: I, I like the idea of Cap leading a team, a crack team of all of all Russians. Just him as the quarterback of the Russian laptops.
1: That makes and more he, sense,
0: actually. The yeah, just make
2: are... him see how good he really Ooh. is. If he belongs oh in the league, prove it. Take these yeah. Russians to the playoffs.
0: <laughs> Snowden in the booth for him. He's got Snowden in the
2: booth. Snowden's the offensive coordinator. He's calling the plays. And he cares about privacy, like any good coach does. He doesn't let you see the playbook. I think that works. So and of course, Hunter's going to be Hunter's going to be slipping twenty percent of that revenue off of the Russian laptops to Joe Biden in a secret bank account.
1: Yeah, so that, only <laughs> that only Newt Gingrich knows about.
0: Only Newt Gingrich. Hell yeah! This is just. Did you hear this shit in Riverside this weekend, Dan? Oh yeah. For
1: sure, man. I mean, Hunter Biden is public enemy number one. Hey, hey, both of you.
0: listen up, fellas, because today we have a new Manscaped product alert. Whoop! Manscaped just released the Weed Whacker nose and ear hair trimmer. Take a look in the mirror and I guarantee you'll see hair sticking out of those holes on your dumb head. It's time to keep your ear and nose hair looking as nice as your clean shaven nut pubes. Host talks about... Okay, don't read that. Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their weed whacker. Have you ever changed the game, Dan? You ever changed a game? I've taken a cartridge out and then put another
1: game in. So, yeah, I think I have.
0: Danny, follow me in this, answer, this banter about ads. Yo.
2: Oh, for sure, dude. I mean,
0: when I played
2: defensive back for Chapman University... I changed many a game with my stellar safety play.
0: Hell yeah. You probably also, you, you, but you know what you didn't have when you did that? Yo. Uh, the uh, the proprietary skin safe technology, which helps prevent nicks and snags and tugs in those delicate uh, holy holes of yours, which you, you nope. had a lot of. Yeah.
2: It, what, it was re- illegal re- back then.
0: You couldn't yeah. have that. Things done changed. Things done changed. You, have you, you voted yet? Uh, the Premium Manscaped Wind whacker uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system that's a gyroscope going inside of your nose, bro, to make sure you don't touch your brain. They got a lot of good stuff to keep you safe and clean. It's intelligently uh, contoured design, enhances the trimming experience, and it's waterproof-ness uh, makes uh, for easy operation and cleaning. I'm gonna skip uh, 7, 8, and 9. Manscaped is making whacking your weeds a time to look forward to delivering maximum confidence while providing hygiene. You see what I'm saying? The best of all worlds. And if that's not enough, guess what? You stupid bitch. Yes, you, you will get a replaceable blade every three months to keep your weed whacking time clean and enjoyable. Look, fellas, idiots 79% of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turn off. The pussies are drying up right now. You have to stop it. It's time to upgrade your manscape routine with the weed whacker. Get 20% off and free shipping with code armchair at manscape.com. Thank you manscape. Code armchair at manscape.com.
2: Speaking of winning, The wait is finally over. Football is in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at BetOnline. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props to betting on the state of the country that you live in and the people you have to spend the rest of your existence being around. Bet on it all and make money. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to BetOnline today and use the promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts.
1: Woo We're already to week 10. We're 10 weeks into this thing. We're more than halfway through. We know who's good. We know who's good at picking games, too. I have taken the lead. I'm at 90 and 44 overall. Danny's right there at 87 and 47. Jamel, 79
0: and 55. I only, we're, picking against the Titans is, I can't believe. It's just because I, when I pick things, it's like I can't be happy. I just have to ensure that I won't be happy at the end.
1: Well, you have plenty of opportunities, starting with this Thursday night game, Colts at Titans. I thought the Colts' defense played well enough to win that Ravens game. They kind of stonewalled Baltimore for three quarters. You know, Lamar kind of picked it up a little bit, but I think they only scored 17 points, and one of them was a defensive touchdown that uh, Phillip Rivers should have got kicked out of the league for (laughs) because it was pathetic
2: did call Col- that one you did and you know the it's these it's these AFC South matchups that really end up throwing another weird wrench into things i mean those guys the way they know each other or don't is very odd you always see weird results coming out of these things and somehow the colts end up winning the division almost every single season so even though the titans i feel like are a better team I'm going to have to give it to the Colts. It's weird. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Maybe their defense is good. Phillip Rivers is shitty enough to offset that, but somehow they're going to beat the Titans. I don't know how, but they will.
0: I Look, you got, and I honestly agree with both of you, and I love the AFC South for this reason. It has been my favorite division in football since we've started this show, low-key. Yeah, but I got to pick the Titans just uh, as an amends. I should have never... Picked the Bears last week. I was totally wrong, and I apologize to the organization in full.
1: Yeah, I picked the Bears. To see that? <clears throat> or I think I, I don't know. I you didn't. You picked the Titans. I picked the Titans, even though I liked the Bears more. Uh, I'm going Colt as well. I'm I'm with Danny there, and it's for reasons that are beyond my. I, I can't give you a good reason. I like the defense.
0: And Thursday, I
1: didn't seem to have kind of. Yeah. Eh, whatever. Okay. Sunday, 10 a.m. Eagles at giants birds coming off their bye week i found an amazing stat jamel you're gonna love this daniel jones in his career now four and oh against the washington football team one in 16 against everyone else
0: <laughs> Ouch. that
1: is insane
0: yeah now it's personal for him and it shows and he was right uh haskins not ready at all <laughs> and uh, he is That's proving this on. to America uh, once every eight weeks. Good for him. You know,
2: is is Haskins just gone? I mean, I know that he's one of the strings, but you you got Alex Smith out here Bro, fighting for his life. Back.
0: Nah, this is this is the time. If if Ron isn't trying to figure out how to get Dwayne to act right this week, I don't know what's going on there. Because I get it. It's like. You know, we all had fun watching the circus, but uh, we're going to go back. We're going to go back to tanking and starting Haskins, okay? Because we're tanking anyway. That's what we should do.
1: Um, You know, this Giants team, I think a little bit friskier than maybe we give them credit for. I mean, I think they're awful and their record is...
0: No, their defense is something.
1: They've gone down to the wire against the Rams and Cowboys. Then they beat Washington. Then they almost beat the Eagles and the Bucks and then they beat Washington. So they've been in every game. It's not like they're just getting blown out. Like, they're right
0: there. Yeah. Um, You guys are getting back right, right? How many players y'all got back? How many players you guys got back this week? We're getting a lot
1: of guys back. Our O-line's healthy. Miles Sanders is coming back. Dallas Goddard's healthy. Alshon might play. Uh, Rager's fully healthy. Alshon always
0: might play. Tell me something other than Alshon might play. He's permanently
1: might play. The Eagles' schedule gets really tough after this week where we're playing teams that are six and three, seven and two, six and three. So this is a must win because we're going to drop a couple of the next ones. So I like the Eagles here.
2: Yeah. I mean, all that matters is that you win the division and somehow at three, four and one, you guys are dominating the NFC. It's gross as always to even talk about. Um, I'll also go with the Eagles. It just seems like the obvious thing to do. Although, pertinent to our conversation earlier, Harding. And I do not think that I will be starting Travis Fulgham, my only Eagle, because you're right. The giants kind of muck things up. They make things a little ugly. I don't want to get ugly. I want to win. I'm I'm in second place in our fantasy league crept up on your ass. I am not sacrificing any of those sweet points I need on any Eagle. Uh, but the Eagles overall will win.
1: As you know, I've loaded up on Chiefs, and uh, they're on their bye week. So now I got Wentz, Goddard, and Sanders playing. So I need an Eagles uh, point explosion. Let's go, guys. Jamal, you got the Eagles Uh,
0: too? No, you know, then I'm not. This is the only game where I'm going to just intentionally do the wrong thing, and I'm going to pick the Giants. Uh, I'm I'm fucking with Wayne Gallman and Alfred Morris. Uh, I need to see an Alfred Morris baseball swing on y'all ass. That would make me happy, win or not. If I get to see Alfie swing a bat against Philly, I will feel good. I will pick the Giants now. If I see
1: a decrepit Alfie swinging a bat on Sunday, uh, just put me out of my misery. That would be a low point in the season. Okay, Jags at Packers, one-sentence game. Back. Jags are full tank. The Packers are good. Do we need to say anything about this game? I don't care about these guys.
0: I, as a, the sixth-place Woodbridge Wombats, I am – this is my last week of Robert Tanyanism. Uh, I'm going to give him one more week. Luton the
2: Crouton. That's the only possible nickname he could have. And uh, he loses, of
0: course. Pack. Yeah, yeah. Pack it up.
1: Uh, all right. Team at Lions. Uh, this is one sense game. The Lions have been rebuilding since 1957. The team doesn't have a name. This is two of the saddest franchises in the world going head to
0: head should be a very interesting game um i have to pick the lions here i just have to i feel like i've picked the team to win like three straight weeks which is insanity
2: yeah i mean i think this is sort of my strategic play i'm three down thanks to the fucking miami Dolphins somehow winning that game. It's really on Zane Gonzalez not hitting a 49 yarder. I mean, fucking he shorted it. How do you fucking do that? Uh, That was gross. And it cost me a game. I need to make it up. This is one of those. I think we talked about this last season. I made the analogy of what? I said the team can definitely win here. They can. And you know what? This is one of those games, two snails fuck. We talked about it. It's that documentary uh, where you got to watch slow-mo of two snails fucking. It's just what do you even make of it? Could anything could come out of it? And because Hardigan picked the team, I picked the Lions. That's the only Ooh, reason. You're picking the
1: Lions. I'm picking
2: team. And I'm trying to go against you so that I can win some fucking. I can make up some fucking ground here. If Alex Smith starts, I have confidence in that team. I, look, the guy
1: Why is a competent player. You? Did you watch the game? He was good until like the last
0: three minutes. Dan, did you watch the game? Or no, and look I'm look not going to highlight the watch a second of this game. Okay, so you can feel free saying that Uh, as a person who watched the entire game, Haskins should be starting and I don't disagree with that.
2: Alex is a perfect game cast quarterback. If you just watch him on the game cast and you don't see any video, adorable,
0: (laughs) adorable stuff. And And I blame strategy. I blame the O.C. for leaving the ball in this old man's hands. He had already he came out of the half and was great. But then they kept it in his hand. You got two backs that are effective. You're at the 45-yard line. How about you run the ball? How about you run the ball on first and 10 here when all you need is a field goal to tie the game after five fucking turnovers? How about you run it? We were, we're talking about, about how the
1: Giants were close in each game. I feel like the team is kind of in every game too, right?
2: For sure. But this is way longer than it. one sentence. I'm Texans Sorry, at Browns.
1: Personal. Browns coming off their bye week. Is Baker Mayfield even going to play? Uh, The Texans feeling themselves a bit for what reason? I don't know. There's no reason for them to tank because they don't have a first round or second round pick. So they're trying to win out and uh, I like them. I'm picking the Texans in this game.
2: Nope. Browns. Now I don't know if we're allowed to amend picks based on certain circumstances, but if Baker Mayfield plays, this is an, Automatic dub for the Browns. I just have you seen that Texans defense? They plumb suck. They can't stop anybody. They're as bad as the Seahawks. It's just or the Dallas Cowboys. They're just one of those teams where you know if you're starting a receiver against them, they're going off. And the Browns are decent on offense. And Nick Chubb is coming back. Come on, you got too much firepower.
0: Yeah, I'm very invested in the return of Nicolaj Chubb. You going Browns, Jamal? Uh, where's the
1: game? In Cleveland, mm. Brown, Brownies. It's gonna be cold. I, look, I just like Deshaun Watson. Uh, that's all I know. They have a terrible record and they're bad. I just think that that guy is gonna keep them close in every game, and Baker can make a mistake. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, okay, Bucks at Panthers. Do you guys realize that was the worst loss of Tom Brady's career? Thirty-five point loss on Sunday night. Uh. That was pretty fun to watch. I even picked the Bucks, but I didn't care for one moment. Love oh, it. Oh, it
2: made it made it completely worth it that he's still in the fucking league at 48 years old. I mean, just watching this guy set new records of of worst things that he's ever done in his career. I get that he's going to go to the playoffs. I get that the rest of the Bucks team are good, but I don't know if he's a big game quarterback anymore. And, you know, having a new team when you're in that tight shit I mean, obviously that Saints game was not tight, but when you're in one in the playoffs, you know, Brady's got to have the magic or the team has to be so good that Brady's just the perfect game manager type. And I don't think either of those
0: things are going on. Yeah, yeah. He uh, really shit his little diapers.
1: I think the football gods were punishing that team for bringing Antonio Brown on. That was the first game. Yeah, he played the whole game
2: insane he caught a couple he caught one really good one actually a laser He looked okay he, he looked fine it doesn't matter he's a horrible guy i mean there are no shortage of horrible people playing without any questions in the nfl but i mean not only is he like horrible on his own but he's like just poison for a team so i don't know that theory with anybody else might not make as much sense but ab yes
0: uh, so close uh, to picking the Panthers last week, and I kind of want to pick the Bucks here, but yeah, Panthers. Yeah,
2: uh, my problem is that Christian McCaffrey might not play. I if Christian McCaffrey's playing, the the Panthers will win, but I don't think he is. I think that he's he is a little uh, fragile this year, and he only played this one game. Where he kept it so fucking close. It was just doing amazing shit. Every he's he's the Carolina Camara. He just gets the ball on every single play, it feels like. He's a guaranteed ten yards. If you're within five yards of the end zone, he will score. And if he were playing in this game, I'd pick the upset, but I'm going Bucks. Okay.
1: Uh so Danny, were you nervous? What what, what was it? 67 yards officially? What was that game winning attempt?
2: Yeah, it was 67 yards. I was worried because, you know, that dude, uh, Sly, has a big leg. That's what they say. But man, did he shank that thing. It was like like 67 yards to the right of the (laughs) goalpost.
1: They tried a 65 yarder earlier in the season against the Saints. Didn't work. Then they tried a 67 yarder. Will Matt Rule try a 70 plus yard field goal this season? I hope so. Just keep doing it. Who cares? It'll go in once. Okay. Hey, something I've been complaining about since we started this show is that they front load these morning games. For the first time ever that I can remember, more afternoon games than morning games. So let's go to uh, the 1 p.m. slate, Chargers at Dolphins. Uh, The Dolphins are just hot shit right now, right? I mean, this is the hottest team in the league. Everybody's – you got Tua. The defense is playing great. Coach of the year. First, maybe the next coach fired. Uh, The Chargers have literally lost in the last second the past two games. Not like, oh, we lost at the end of the game. In the last second of the last two games, they lost both of them. It's crazy, man.
2: I love the Dolphins. The Dolphins are cool. They're exactly what I predicted. They're feisty in all the right fun ways. Flores is a defensive coach, right? So I think that's where the heart of this is. I know that Tua played well. But Arizona's defense is bad. I think the Chargers are a little better, especially if Bosa plays, but, you know, keep it close. Don't keep it close. It doesn't matter. I think with the Dolphins defense playing the way it is, you know, it's time for Herbert to kind of look like a rookie. And I think that might happen in this game. I I think the same thing. The guy's jack fumble touchdown or something like pick six, something like that's going to happen. Where well, he play?
1: hasn't won yet, but he has played way too well. Like, he's been really good. So it's time he's good. for him to have a rookie game.
0: Yeah. JJ? I said, uh, where are they playing at, bruh? Miami. Yeah. Yeah, good spot. And Miami's all open. I could see the dudes going out and having a, having a fucked up weekend. This game might not even happen. Have we talked a little
2: bit at all about... Herbert's acne is that I I know that's a little bit of a low blow no I don't think so. I think we got on
1: Carson Wentz last year he had some crazy stuff going on he's cleared it up a bit but I think Herbert's the newest acne leader in the league
2: well what's obvious to me is that Herbert would be one of the sexiest quarterbacks in the NFL were it not for his pervasive acne all over his he's a pizza face I mean it looks like he's 14 and he's so he's got the locks he's got the blue eyes he's got perfect symmetry of his features if it wasn't for that acne he'd be just just the nfl's biggest fuck boy and now he's you know he he's fucking a manning level ugly
0: what what happens what do i get if i pick a game getting postponed for covid i i give you two points for that i'll, I'll second that, that. Yeah, this one gets postponed
1: for COVID. Unbelievable. Put me down. I like I like the guesses though, dude. You got to make up some ground somehow. So, look. Okay, next up we got Broncos at Raiders. Um, did John Gruden. Speaking of just physical appearance, is he is John Gruden getting a little belly going, a little beer belly action? He's been drinking those Coronas, man. I love Vegas it. Vegas
0: dog. He's at the fucking buffet. He's eating shrimp all the time. It's hilarious. He used to just be like this tiny little guy.
2: That actually sounds like a lot of fun, Jamal. that if, if what you're saying is that they live in Vegas and that because it's so much of a ghost town right now because of COVID that John Gruden just has cart blanche. He just walks into the Caesars, eats whatever he wants, walks out, he gets doggy bags full of shit. Just being in Vegas alone sounds like the most fun. <laughs> That's what I would do.
0: <laughs> You've been
2: inside too long, Danny. I know. I need a buffet. I'm, I mean, I don't know what year. What when is the next time we're gonna eat a buffet? Twenty twenty
0: two. I'll say twenty twenty three, just because I like that number better.
2: Ouch. Um, well, well, he is getting a little fat and happy because his team is five and three. Somehow oh they beat gosh. us. Not I know. Good. I can't shit on him. They have a
0: good my offense. Guys.
1: My guys. Jonathan Abrams is like- one of my favorite players in the league too. I love that dude. Aguilar got did get his act together.
0: He did. He yeah. did have a decent little game this week.
2: Right when you step on the bus out of Philly, you suddenly discover your game.
1: Yeah. Mac Holland scored on the dolphins. We just cut that guy like earlier this season.
2: Uh, the problem with the Broncos is that they suck in the first three quarters of the game. And Locke likes to bring it at the very last minute when he knows it's mathematically impossible for him to win. And uh, you know that's just going to keep happening because the Raiders don't. Every week. <laughs> I know, and they don't have a defense. the The Raiders, so maybe Locke could take advantage of that, but he won't until it's over. And the Raiders' offense will just clean up on the Broncos' beaten up defense. They have no corner cornerbacks. That like Bouillet has been out, and uh, that the other dude. There's another dude whose name escapes me, and I don't care because the
0: Raiders are going to win. Is Drew Locke another acne head? Kid, uh, I'll make the. So. Oh, clean. He looks weird. He looks like a little fucking hedgehog. Uh, I'm going with the Raiders. Come on, yeah. Have
1: to. I want to pick the Broncos, but I think the Raiders.
0: Yeah. Just looked it up. Had to do.
2: Had to make sure. Uh, a little bit acne on Derek Carr. Noticeable amount. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not as much as Herbert, but still some.
0: Derek see, in his seems because it's because of drugs.
2: Yeah. Well, he's, he's taken steroids and, uh, and you know, because he has neck knee more than anything.
0: There you go.
1: Uh, Bill is at Cardinals. Uh, another fun quarterback matchup. It feels like Kyler is just pitted against every, it's been like Russell Wilson and then it was Tua. Now it's Josh Allen and it's just, you got running quarterbacks and every Cardinals game seems very fun.
0: It's fun for my fantasy team. They're legit. He's just scampering around. Goddamn! The guy runs it in. He's he's their goal line back. A lot of the same way that
2: Cam is. It's just always an option. I don't know why people aren't just keying in on Kenyon Drake or whoever whoever's back there. Chase Edmonds should have like twenty rushing touchdowns. I know, but yeah. it's just all Kyler. They just always do the QB option, QB sneak, and he always makes it in the end zone somehow. And that dude. The way he runs, he's so tiny. It's like trying to grab, like, like when you spill, like, rice on the floor. It's just so difficult to pick it up.
0: He's like your dude, Faitruth. Like that fucking Instagram account you're always posting, Dan. Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Th- but he's just that size. It's like he has an NBA Jam tiny player code on just himself. <laughs> That's
2: exactly. He looks like a little tiny guy with a big head. And uh, I love him. And I love watching Cardinals games now because that's the most important part of my fantasy team, so I really dig into those, and they're always in the afternoon. Uh, But I'm picking the Bills. I didn't like how the Cardinals lost. I liked how the Bills won. I thought they got a little bit of their mojo back, and the Seattle defense is so fucking bad, so maybe that was it, but the Cardinals defense was not that much better against Tua. And if Josh Allen can do what he did last time, I think they can win it.
0: I I I feel you. I'm so torn. I, as a Josh Allen owner, I needed last week. I needed to feel that. I need to feel that vibe. I was dead. Danny almost got him. I did. We talked about it. We had a trade going. I committed to nothing, but I did think about it.
2: Well, I knew after Josh Allen blew it up that I was going to have to find another buyer. I had a great trade in place. I appreciate that.
0: I appreciate you just deleting that on your own and not making it. me look at it for longer. It was, yeah.
1: <laughs> Damn, uh, so this game Timo, is- are you picking the bills?
0: <sighs> I'm picking the Cardinals, man. Okie dokie.
1: 49ers Saints This is a one sentence game. Tungle suggested every Niners game is a one sentence game going forward. And I'm, a, I'm cool with that. Are the Saints good? I can't tell. Are they the class of the NFC? I can't tell. Yes,
0: unfortunately, yeah, Saints win. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They're They're just, yeah.
2: But because the NFC is kind of a jumbled mess and they don't have, like, the dominant teams, they just kind of have people who can be good from week to week. But I did predict that every now and then, like around week 10 or so, around this part of the season, the Saints just go ballistic on someone and everybody gets scared of them. I'm... (laughs) In the same breath, I predicted the Saints will get knocked out of the divisional round of the playoffs, which they still will. But that was exactly what the Saints do around this part of the season. So they're going to beat up on the Niners. But I I don't think that the Niners have to be a one-sentence game. They're not garbage. There's worse garbage that we have talked more about than the Niners. And once Raheem Mostert comes back, then they're just going to have a good time. And we're going to have a good time watching them again. But until then, yeah, they're going to lose some games.
0: And they got all their receivers back. I I didn't realize that all of their receivers were out for COVID last week. Their entire team is missed time.
2: Ayuk is good. The only person who's not good is Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, That's who's not good. I think Nick Mullins is fine. And if you have to throw in CJ Beathard in there, I'll watch that shit too. It's all about the running game anyway over there.
1: Okay, Seahawks at Rams. Uh, I like that every year. We always get to hear about a historically bad defense. You never know who it's going to be, but the announcers are just like, this defense is giving up more yards. So this year it's the Seahawks. They've allowed, what, more yards? They've allowed, what, 2,897 passing yards on the air, which is more than any other team in history through eight games. And it's by a 400-yard margin. So they're far and away the worst. They are on pace to shatter this shit. Um, and it's fun. I like those high-scoring games. Russ gets to just sling it. Uh, you know, that all being said, I'm picking the Seahawks.
0: I I have to start Jarek off this week, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm legally obligated. I have to. Although I really think
2: Josh Allen, because that's your other quarterback. I, I've been right. keeping your lineup for a while. Uh, Josh Allen having to duel with Kyler Murray could be something. He made Tua look good.
0: I know, man. And uh, God damn it. If I, Jared Jared Goff, the least trustable man. Yes. More than like, less trustable than like, like Lindsey Graham.
2: (laughs) The whole Rams are not trustable. Sometimes their defense is great and sometimes they're not there. Sometimes the offense is great. Sometimes they're dog shit and they lose to the Niners, and Ooh, I just I mean, can't pick them. Even though I, mean, I, I want to because it would help me, I'm not going to pick them.
0: I just can't see the Seahawks losing two games in a row, uh, Hawks. That's really Okay, it. Bengals at Steelers. Danny, are you worried about
1: the Steelers yet?
2: I would love to be. If they had lost to the Cowboys, we'd be having a lot more fun of a week because now everybody still thinks they're the number one team in the league. They're not. Their defense isn't as good as everyone thinks they are. They got Steven Nelson at cornerback. We had him for a while. He's not a good player, but they're going to beat the Bengals. The only prediction that I'm going to make that's a little maybe off the chalk is that I think the Bengals keep it very close. I think this is within a touchdown, maybe even closer. I think the Bengals can, you know, they can go basket for basket with anybody. It's just they can't close it out. And they won't against a really above average Steelers team.
1: So you're still not giving them any love. They're 8-0. I know they just squeaked by the Cowboys, but every week's different. And look, they figured it out. They, They got the win. You don't think they're going to be like kind of pissed and take it out on the Bengals and just blow them out?
2: They can be as pissed as they want. They're like me being pissed. Ultimately, it amounts to nothing. You can be as angry as you want to be. It doesn't change the outcome of your game. It doesn't make your team any better. I mean, I saying, look, I think they will beat the Bengals. I'm not saying they won't. I'm just you're saying you're they're peeping. not that good. For 8-0, they're definitely not that good. You're I fear peeping, them very little.
1: You're peeping Jamel's... Roster on fantasy. I'm saying you're not kind of eyeballing the Steelers like this might be the team we play in the AFC Championship. Like you're not looking at them like this because it's not going to be the Pats this year. Probably not going to be the Titans. You're going to have some new
0: up and coming foe, and this might be the team
1: you guys have to beat.
0: Yeah, it's like them or, you know, the Titans will be there. It's them, the Ravens, whoever wins between the Ravens and the Steelers, right? Probably the Steelers. Yeah,
2: it is. I mean, I just don't think the Ravens can overcome the, uh, you know, the, the playoff jitters. Cause once that's monkeys on your back, it's hard to get it off. It's, and then you got AIDS and then you have to deal with that. It's just, uh, it's going to be difficult <laughs> or I was continuing the metaphor a little bit. Yeah, oh,
0: okay. I got you. The monkey on yeah, the back. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Uh, sure,
2: sure. I, I think the Ravens are going to have a tough time advancing in the playoffs. It was, is what I'm saying because every game, that they play even against an overmatched team is going to be fraught with tension that you feel when you haven't delivered when you should have in previous seasons. So that's the only reason why I feel like we're going to end up playing the Steelers in the AFC championship game. But I don't think that they're better than the Ravens.
1: Okay. I mean, they have beat them this year and I think they do play again a little later. We'll see how that goes. Speaking of the Ravens, they're the Sunday night game Ravens at Pat's. This used to be like a, per, a perennial uh, playoff game, and now the Patriots suck and barely beat the Jets. But you know what? With, for all those reasons you were just talking about the Ravens, give me the Pats. Wow. Now that the, now that the Pats aren't in full tank mode and you know Cam's dancing and having fun again, Belichick's going to just brew up a, a real fuck you to the Ravens. And I really think they – I don't know if – I'm going to pick them to win. I don't know if they actually will, but I do think – this is the Patriots' like biggest game of the season. This is the one they care about the most. They're going to do everything they can. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's Lamar Jackson. It's a ghost of Christmas future game. Exactly. <laughs> You're
2: very right that that's where Lamar Jackson is headed right now. But he did have a good second half against a very good Colts defense. And I think a little bit of that carries over. He's found his Christmas magic. He just needs to do the third act where he meets Santa Claus and goes back to his family and tells them that he loves them, and uh, I don't know, gets the money back or whatever. Uh, picking the Pats is just insane. It's, I mean, did you see them against the Jets? They had Good, to eke it out against the Jets. But little note for the people who are listening at home: Hardigan puts his picks on the spreadsheet before we even start the podcast, so you can see them. I was eyeballing this Pats pick, just licking my chops, guaranteeing me a point in the standings so yeah give me the ravens all day long
0: look man if chico debarge taught me anything there's no guarantees but i'm still picking the ravens because what the hell yeah no need to linger
1: monday night vikings at bears i'm never picking the bears again i hate that team that's is that the most hated team in the nfl right now
0: no nah, i mean it's just not fun it's not just frustration
1: like, yeah not in terms of like you know, they're like some evil empire like the Patriots, but just get them off my fucking TV. I don't want the bears in prime time ever again, get them off.
0: Very fair.
2: A defense that's, that's good can last for about like a really good defense can last for about eight weeks with a terrible offense before they just shut down and turn it all off and and close up the shop for the season and decide it's not worth it. And that's where the bears are as good as they are and have been, and could be Nick Foles is stabbing them to death and they are gone. It's every, the whole bears have checked out. And uh, even though the Vikings aren't very good, I think they're going to try to make a little run with some of this Dalvin heat. So yeah, give me, give me the Vikings.
0: Mm. Do it, you know. do I,
2: it. Just let the world burn.
0: Root for Nick Foles. I'm picking the Bears. Oh,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> I have to. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't that feels like
2: peer pressure. That feels like we. No, did, I can I, I, I would drugs. never.
0: I, in a game like this, I couldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Khalil Mack has to find a way to stop this guy. And it's him and him alone. No one else. I forgot about that. I can't do it. I can't work for Kirk Cousins ever again. It's over, Bears. I'm sorry. Take the points. I was never winning anyway. You've got mail. All right, let's get back
1: into our full mailbag this week. Danny, you want to grab a letter and uh, start this thing off?
2: Sure. You know, I, I love to dig into this bag and I'll go deep. This one. Oh, look at this. It's from... Nick Bosa. Wow. Lovely to have you right in. Here we go. Hey, libtards. Love the show. Since I've been rehabbing this season, I've had a lot of time to follow the real news. And I'm pretty fired up about Sleepy Joe trying to steal the election. With all the dead people voting, the Sharpie thing, the watermark ballots, and the ones they threw out while our poll watchers were in the can... My calculations say our great president, Donald J. Trump, won this thing by a cool 20 million percent. <laughs> His valiant fight against the baby drinking forces of evil has inspired me in my own fight to invalidate the results of Super Bowl 54. The reality that no one saw is that Jimmy G hit Emmanuel perfectly on the hands and we went ahead. Then, When the Jew-run Fox Network cut to a convenient commercial break, I strip-stacked Patrick and walked in for another touchdown. Final score, 49ers 34, Chiefs 0. That's the only score us real Americans recognize. So NFL, you'd better send me my ring. And when you do, I'm going to pawn it and donate the cash straight to Trump's legal defense fund. Cry about it, cucks! Sign Nick Bosa.
0: <laughs> that was I mean, that look. sounded so North Korean to me. <laughs> that's where look, we're man. at. Half our country is North Korea. Look, everybody has
1: their own realities that they live in. Maybe that's actually what Nick Bosa believes. And, you know, he, somehow people are telling us we have to respect that. A lot of people online are telling me I have to respect Nick Bosa's views on the Super Bowl.
2: Yeah, there's just dumb. There's just dumb and not dumb. And if you want to choose to be on the side of dumb – I don't know. I, we, we, we can't do anything about it. So I guess we have to just kind of hug it.
1: <laughs> All right. I got it. Let me, uh, let me reach down in here. Oh, should I have, maybe I should have put a glove on for this one. It says it's, it's from the coronavirus. It says, love the show. Big fan. Big fan of podcasting in general. I got to say, though, the most important thing about a podcast for me is sound quality and host cohesion. You guys have been recording remotely for a while now. And if you want to get back together in a room, that's fine with me. I won't care. And I say the more guests, the better. Nobody's doing a podcast with eight guests. You guys could change everything. Think about it. Stay safe. And gun violence is the real problem in this vi- in this country. Don't you ever forget it. Signed, COVID-19. Wow. Yeah, we I'm have just- been doing this show remotely for the entire year. So... uh yeah, I guess some people want us to get back in the same room.
2: I think this is your message to us that we should get back in the same room. You've always been against it. You've always been against remote recording. Even when I spent a good solid $35 buying a new headset, it kind of <laughs> makes Lord. me sound like I'm on the phone, but at least my voice comes in a little clearer.
1: No, dude, I didn't write that. Jamel found that letter and just set it on the stack.
0: Yeah, it was moist when I had it, and I hope it was dry by the time you opened it. (laughs) At least it wasn't anthrax writing in. Yeah, I guess there's no powder in there. Okay, okay, I got a letter from um, Carl Sparks uh, coming to us from St. Petersburg, Florida. Uh, He says, hey, guys, uh, huge fan. Uh, I want everybody to feast their eyes on the NFC East. People think these teams are just bad, but this is by design. This is the future I see for the NFL. State-sanctioned mediocrity. Trying to be good sows the seeds of self-destruction. Just look at the 49ers, the Chargers, impl- imploding solely because they try hard. If we all agree to go 8-8, eight and eight, there are no losers. Please consider this. Also, yes, I am the heir to the Sparks, malt beverage throne. that's right sparks the number one alcoholic energy drink for 17 year olds in central california is that what you drank
2: when you were a kid when you when you were trying to get booze before you it was legal what was your move oh oh i mean before it was what
1: were we drinking a lot of girls were drinking sparks around my way that's what i
2: saw a lot of yeah. Although I used to yeah. drink vanilla extract. I used to go to the supermarket and buy pure vanilla extract, which has alcohol in it, and put it in my Coke. And it was disgusting. Jesus, man.
1: But what I think Carl Sparks was getting at was he was saying, trying to do some sort of communism in, in the NFL.
0: Yeah, I think he's saying the NFC East is communism and the rest of the league should follow suit
2: it's every yeah you're it's true it's every man according to his means and i forget the whole quote but it's very yeah, much yeah. parody
0: we're all going to be equally ass how do the playoffs work everyone no wins playoffs. everyone wins yeah everyone gets a participation
2: trophy it's exactly what nick bosa warned us against that's
1: true should have listened
2: <laughs> all right let's do our final thoughts jamel what's your final
1: thought
0: this week um I want to give a shout out to Samsung. Uh after they had those uh, Galaxy tablets blow up in in everyone's hands, uh they've really been on a great uh little comeback tour. I recently purchased a Samsung smart TV and discovered they have digital channels. There's a whole series of extra Samsung exclusive channels. So it's like it's like an antenna like Squared, bruh. And they have the Pac-12 network. And all I do now is watch old Pac-12 games. It's the only place you can hear OJ Simpson spoken about positively. And uh I'm a I'm a big time fan and I'm just like as soon as this over this is over, I'm gonna definitely watch some Joey Harrington highlights. Uh Pac-12 football is hilarious and it's adorable and I love it. Pac 12 Network.
1: Pac 12, shout
0: out. I'm wearing Oregon shit right now. I watch Pac 12. I love the last Ducks, weekend. man. Nobody's played defense in this conference for 68 years.
2: It's a great color scheme on the Ducks' uniforms. Yeah.
1: Green and black. In, they live inside of Nike headquarters, is where they play. So they get all the cool shit. Uh, Danny, final thoughts.
2: You know, I just want to remind everyone of what my prediction was a couple weeks ago for both the country and the league. Uh, I predicted that this nightmare would be over. And then I predicted that the nightmare of the Patriots running the AFC would be over at the same time. And it is looking like I nailed those predictions. So just want to feel good about my predicting prowess even though I've lost a few tight ones in our actual game picks I think big picture I'm winning this thing going away
1: yeah I mean look man 2020 is on the comeback trail good things are slowly starting to happen and my final thought in that same vein is this is my last pod as a single man I'm getting married on Friday oh
2: shit
0: An
1: intimate service. (laughs) Not exactly what we pictured, but we're doing it. Friday the 13th, we're looking, unluckiness, right in the fucking face and saying, fuck you.
2: That's the real love move. That's just like, I love you. I want to be with you. Uh, I don't give a fuck about partying. Although, you always have the option open of having something resembling a wedding down the line.
1: Oh, we're still going to do a big party like we've planned. So whenever you know Earth is reopened, uh, that'll happen. Uh, until then, I'm sure I'll find ways to, uh, you know, inhale some poppers or something just to make sure it feels different from go. other days. To make sure that the love <laughs> is true.
2: That's very romantic. That's like Braveheart shit.
0: When that we is got like married Braveheart. in the woods. Yeah, and their and the butthole got all opened. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh okay so next time we're coming back to you i'll have a ring weighing down my finger and click clacking on this all shit Uh, otherwise uh i guess i'm uh, i guess i'm sorry for bringing that up so late
2: hey i'm sorry that you're sorry feel good but i'm sorry
0: hey i'm sorry i'm not sorry but i'm still sorry so sorry thank you sorry